Welcome to Legacy Therapy, the podcast that will teach you in bite-sized chunks how to leave a stress-free legacy so loved ones can focus on people, not paperwork, when you become ill or pass away. Here is your host and financial advocate, Stacy golden Lisnock. Hello, and welcome to the sixth episode of Legacy Therapy, Planning Techniques for a Stress-Free Legacy. And today we have a special guest that's going to talk to us about Medicare fraud, a very interesting topic and one that's really happening a lot to a lot of seniors uh, in our country right now, um, Mickey Nozaki. And so Mickey, I'm going to introduce her here. Mickey is the director of the California Health Advocates Healthcare Protection Pro- Program, known as the Senior Medicare Patrol. The federally funded program provides Medicare fraud prevention, education, and outreach throughout the state to older adults, their families, and caregivers, as well as persons with disabilities. Prior to assuming her current role, Mickey spent many years in the private sector. Healthcare fraud is elder abuse, and Mickey is deeply passionate about protecting older adults and persons with disabilities from being victimized by criminal fraudsters and scammers. She asks that we all do our part to protect those most vulnerable among us. Welcome, Mickey, and I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. I know I've been in on a couple of your um, webinars that you've done that have been part of what you do for a living, which is to help us all be aware and how to protect against Medicare fraud. So welcome. Oh, thank you, Stacey. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to share this really important information. You know, most people don't know that fraudsters and scammers steal billions of dollars every year from the Medicare trust funds which takes a toll on all of us as taxpayers. But worse, if a scammer gets a hold of your Medicare number or your social security number, your Medicare benefits may be denied. Medicare fraud is really serious. And that's where the California Senior Medicare Patrol comes in because we help all Californians, beneficiaries, families, caregivers, all know about healthcare fraud and scams and what they can do to protect themselves so they're not victimized by the fraudsters and the scammers. Wow, I know it's a scary thing and I, and I know that seniors are very, very vulnerable because they, they wanna believe and the people are so believable. Um, I know what you were saying too and I know you'll get into it is like how this happens. So what current scams could folks be, um, be aware of so that they don't fall victim? Sure, yes. Well, one, one of the ones, the scams that we're getting a lot of calls about is what we call the telemedicine back brace scam. Now, this scam involves criminal fraudsters who sit in call centers. It could be in Texas, the Philippines, India, And they call seniors every day, all day, hundreds and hundreds of calls. And when they get a hold of a senior, they lie to them and they say, we're from Medicare and Medicare wants you to have a free back brace. 
And all you need to do to get that free back brace is to give us your Medicare number off of your little red, white, and blue card. Well, unfortunately, seniors pick up the phone, even though we want them not to, and they give out this information because, as you said, they believe that the caller is actually from Medicare. And so many people don't understand all the complexities of Medicare. So they believe this person and they give up their Medicare number. Well, what happens, the telemarketer is actually working for the base company. And there are an awful lot of unlawful medical equipment companies out there. Oh, so you know, the medic- I didn't realize that's something I've already learned right now. I didn't realize that there are real companies that are that are promoting this. I thought that they were people making these scams and then sending you just crappy, you know, back braces or something. But they're actually the company that manufactures them that's doing or that sells them. Absolutely. Oh because gosh. you see, in order to get money from Medicare, mm-hmm. you need to be enrolled as a legitimate provider of healthcare services or supplies. Wow. So these unlawful companies are actually enrolled in the Medicare system and are allowed to bill, but they're doing illegal things. So they steal a beneficiary's Medicare number. Mm-hmm. They may in fact send this poor beneficiary who has absolutely no idea they've been tricked. They might send them a cheap brace, maybe a shoulder brace or a back brace. But in the meantime, they're taking that lady or man's Medicare number and billing Medicare for thousands and thousands of dollars of expensive equipment. So what we tell people is, number one, you shouldn't be picking up the phone if you don't recognize that number. Number two, Medicare will never call you and ask you for your Medicare number. They already have it. Right. And and they're not in the business of promoting, like they're not going to be calling you and, and offering you products and services over the phone, right? You're, it's your insurance, right? Wouldn't you be calling them and say, I have, or calling your doctor and saying, I have a back problem. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we tell people. If you need some sort of medical equipment, you go to your doctor because Mm -hmm. the only way that Medicare will legitimately pay for it Mm -hmm. is if a doctor authorizes it and you need it for medical necessity. Absolutely. Wow. So that's the biggest scam going today. Yeah. So how does this affect um, families in the in the long run when they're dealing with a senior? Does it affect them as far as their time and their efforts and their, I mean, maybe does it does it even shorten that senior's life when they realize, or maybe they don't realize, do they know they're getting scammed? How do they you know, know? The only way they would know is when they review their medical statements, like their Medicare summary notice or their explanation of benefits. And I got to tell you, so many people, once they do that, they know that they've been tricked. It's humiliating. It's embarrassing. They don't even want to share the information with their families. They feel so stupid. And they tell us that they they feel like they've been violated because they've been lied to. And they've been tricked into giving up information that is absolutely should be private. Right. But they were they disclosed it. 
Wow. Yeah, that could be terrible. Does it? And that's any- why I say it's it's elder abuse. It makes people feel horrible. Right. And and quite frankly, if your Medicare number is compromised, and some illicit provider or supplier actually uses your Medicare number unlawfully, it goes on the Medicare beneficiary's record. So let's say you give up your Medicare number to a fraudster. They charge Medicare for a wheelchair. Now you don't get the wheelchair, but the biller, the the fraudster gets, let's say $5,000 from Medicare for a wheelchair. That's a nice wheelchair. (laughs) And it goes on that person's record. So let's say down the road, that poor Mm -hmm. beneficiary needs the wheelchair Right. and tries to get one covered by Medicare, mm-hmm. Medicare is going to deny it. That's victimization. That's elder abuse. Wow. That's crazy. Is there any, is there any residual that goes into, uh, a, like say somebody has passed away, could they still use and, and charge or does it cut it off? But Medicare knows they've passed away. That's a great question. And we have had many, many calls where the daughter or granddaughter or grandson or son of a beneficiary who has sadly passed away, they'll start looking at some of the Medicare summary notices or explanation of benefits and find out that, oh my gosh, this person's Medicare number has been used to bill Medicare even after their loved one passed away. Yeah. Geez, that should be a huge red flag. I wonder why the government can't crack down on on this since they know the companies, right? You could probably look at the records and see who's charging extraordinary amounts of claims. Yeah, And they they do. Medicare does have contractors and law enforcement entities that actually do try to stem the tide, Mm -hmm. but it's always playing catch up. Almost always playing catch up. There are intelligent systems that law enforcement has, and they do data mining to see, Mm. let's say, what providers are billing the most or the highest amounts. And they do look into these. But most of the time, we just cannot prosecute our way out of fraud. We have to educate people so that they don't fall victim in the first place. Okay. Well, so, so, so really what you're saying, it's a pretty easy fix if we could just get our seniors to not pick up the phone and give out their personal Medicare information. Right. That that would close the door right there on those scammers, but we can't seem to get to that. It certainly would. But you know, they're, they're, as you said at the beginning, you know, seniors are very trusting Mm -hmm. and it's interesting. Um, The federal trade commission actually came out with some data showing that, The telephone is the most common method used by scammers Mm -hmm. to target people over the age of 70. And the only way that scammers use to target people over the age of 80. Why? Because, and especially in this pandemic environment, Mm -hmm. people are isolated. You know, they're hunkered down in their homes. They're lonely. They don't have people to talk to. And boy, the scammers know it. They are trained to get information from people in any, in any way, shape, or form that they can. Wow, that is just something else. I wish that uh, we didn't have that going on. We have so many things like that in the country that just seem like they should not be here amongst us, but they are. 
Um, and that's why it's so important for our program to get out. Our program right. is responsible for educating throughout the state of California, which is a task in of itself. Right. Um, but it's so important. And, and we, we do webinars. We do pr presentations all the time, unfortunately, only virtual right now until we mm -hmm. can get back into facilities and senior centers. Right. But we do offer these, this education online. We're willing to do a presentation for anybody, any entity at all. And what we help people understand is that really we want them to look at it three ways. We want them to protect themselves. We want them to detect errors on their medical statements. And then we want them to report anything that looks suspicious. And they can report it directly to us at the Senior Medicare Patrol. Because when we hear about it, we can refer it on to law enforcement. That's the only way we're going to get the bad actors out of the system. Yeah, yeah. And how do they get a hold of you? So how is it? Is it easy to do? Is it? I mean, how do they yeah. find you? Uh huh. Absolutely. We have a toll-free hotline for the state of California. It's eight five five six one three seven zero eight zero california senior medicare patrol great so that's california are there other states that are doing the similar things yes yes actually the senior medicare patrol is a national program and it is grant funded by the department of health and human services at the federal level so every state in the united states and the four territories have their own senior medicare patrol Wow, so you can't get away from it. Every, every state and every nook and cranny is having the same thing happen to their seniors then. So this is, Absolutely. how much is this costing the federal government? Do you have a figure? The, the federal government estimates that we lose between 60 and $90 billion a year oh, to fraud, waste, and abuse. I know, it's, it's, it's almost unimaginable. It's about 10% of what the government spends on Medicare to provide health care for over 62 million beneficiaries. And if you think about it, 60 to $90 billion, look at how much good that could do oh. if it wasn't going to the criminals. Sure. And, and from the recent statistics, I'm hearing that there's 10,000 new Medicare beneficiaries a day that are turn, they're turning 65 every day. There's six, there's a hundred, sorry, there's 10,000 new 65 year olds mm -hmm. right, every day. So those are 10,000 a day, more people that can be victimized. Absolutely. That's why our education is so critical. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I know that, uh, and I don't know if it's a nation thing, but I know in California, your Medicare card had your social security number as your Medicare card number or whatever. Right. So they changed that. It took them a long time, I know, seems like, but now everybody yes. has different cards. But I know, yes. and just from my own clients and what I've seen, they carry around everything. They don't get rid of anything. They keep that old card with their social security number right in their wallet. As soon as they open their wallet, you see it. Yeah. And they do carry their social security cards too. I mean, these are things that we've been told over and over and over not to do. Right. And our seniors who are the most vulnerable and most likely to possibly lose their wallets or have it lifted from them because they're just not as 
vigilant. They can't really, you know, do, do, yeah. do. I notice these ladies sometimes in the grocery stores, they, they still walk away from their purses. I know. I had to ask, I told, crazy. I had to walk up to one lady and tell her, look, I, I know you don't know me, but you're really, you're, you're leaving your purse just here. Someone's going to take it. At least, at least strap okay. it in with the baby strap so that it's not so easily just grabbed and, you know, Absolutely. run. No, you're absolutely right. And it did take the government a long time. You know, Medicare was established in 1965. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago that they actually removed that social security number right. from the card. Right. So now they have a random set of alpha and numeric characters. But please, I don't want anybody to think that just because the social security number was removed that the random numbers and letters can't be compromised as well. Well, isn't that, that's what you're saying that they ask you for in order to bill. And so it's just as valuable as a social uh, security number. And and, you know, what we tell people is treat your Medicare card as if it was a credit card. You know, you're not gonna give a stranger the numbers off of your credit card and your PIN. So don't give a stranger the numbers and letters off your Medicare right. card. As sweet and nice as they sound on the phone. Yeah. I just, you know, what gets me is sometimes they do sound so sweet and nice. And it's like, how is it that those people can utilize their na- their good nature, right? Because they can, they can turn it on to yeah. actually be tricking these people. Do they all know that this is a scam? The people that are hired to call, are they aware that they're scamming or do they really think they have a legitimate job? that they're just calling Medicare people and, you know, maybe they got a job off Craigslist or something and Hey, your, your job is to call on these Medicare and and offer them this program. And maybe, you know, they get trained like a real job. No. Yeah. Well, you're, I think you're giving people the benefit of the doubt. That that is the case, you know, Uh Uh but uh, boy, the unlawful equipment companies, they know that it's not that they, they know it's illegal for sure. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so um, what else can we tell people about this stuff? It's, it's uh, well, COVID, COVID and the, the pandemic yeah. has actually opened up a whole array of scams Absolutely. where people are being tricked into giving up their Medicare numbers, sometimes their credit card numbers. One of the ways is when uh, scammers actually masquerade as what they call COVID contact tracers. Now, we know from the media, the news, that contact tracing is one of the best ways that the health departments now are trying to stem the tide of this horrible pandemic. But the scammers know it too. So what they do is they will call up somebody and pretend to be a contact tracer, tell them that they have been exposed to somebody, and by way of scaring them, they will also try to get Medicare number, credit card numbers. They'll ask for any kind of private information in order to sell that information to other scammers. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. That's I just know, a sad state, sad state of affairs. Um, but as we know, it's as old as probably... I don't know when, as soon as they thought of the, they thought of ways to not earn a living legitimately, they figure out they can, they can steal. And this is a, this is a faceless, uh, you know, crime. You don't know who the criminal is actually. You're not being mugged on the street, but you're being victimized no less. 
Absolutely. And a lot of the times the scammers are, uh, you know, not even from this country, which right. makes it a lot more difficult to catch them. Right. Um, a lot of the times, you know, they will use a, a rotating number of telephone numbers so that if you capture a telephone number from a scammer, yeah. by the time you report it, they've moved on to another telephone number. So it's very, very yeah. difficult to catch these guys. Sure. And they're getting smarter and smarter. I understand where they're making the numbers look like local numbers. Oh, yeah. Your- to your yes, area. They, they, they know how to spoof what they call spoofing mm-hmm. telephone numbers. So if you pick up your phone and you look at the LED display, mm-hmm. it could very well say Social Security Administration right. or Medicare, but it's typically not because Medicare and Social Security, they're not going to call you. If they need to contact you, they'll contact you by U.S. mail. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Um, this has been very informative. I really appreciate you taking the time, Mickey, um, to enlighten everyone as to how we need to really protect those who are not in the know as far as um, don't answer the phone if you don't know the number, never give out your personal information. I mean, those Absolutely. are things that you know we unfortunately need to teach our our elders, and um, sometimes they don't listen. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's why we actually uh, expand our education beyond the consumer, the Medicare beneficiary themselves, to families, caregivers. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense. Grandchildren, you know, they they actually take care of their grandparents as well. So the the real key message is, Stacey, if I might, Mm-hmm. Medicare will never contact you and ask you for your Medicare number. Right. Medicare will never call you and try to sell you anything. And Medicare will never come to your home. Any additional information, protect our most vulnerable. Remember California Senior Medicare Patrol. Excellent. Excellent. And can you say that number just one more time so people don't have to go all the way? and search for it just at the end end here. Our toll-free number for the state of California is 855-613-7080. And thank you, Stacey. Thank you. So if anybody out there thinks that they've been scammed or their grandparent or their parent or somebody they know uh, all of a sudden has uh, deliveries of uh, what is it? Braces that they're normally selling you, right? Yeah. Back braces yeah. or ankle braces or something. Um, you know, you need to really take a look then at their benefit statements and see if they're being uh, billed. Exactly. Because I, I'm thinking most of the time Medicare recipients aren't really looking at those statements. I'm thinking that, well, it's not cost. I know it's not a bill that I have to pay. So, right. you know, it's just they don't probably even even pay attention so much. No, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, at the amount. I know when I get my, um, what is it, when you go to the doctor and then you get the form back that tells you how much they build the insurance. I, I always look because I'm always fascinated to see what they've charged for a certain, um, you know, procedure. Right. Well, good for you that you so. are an interested and educated consumer. Yeah, actually. Alrighty. Well, I will let you go, Mickey. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And anybody that's interested to have their organization, um, have you give a presentation, they can, they can get a hold of you. Is that, is Absolutely. that a yeah. how would, how would they get a hold of you? 
that same telephone number works perfectly. Okay. 855-613-7080. Okay, perfect. All righty. Thanks, Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. So everybody, um, thank you for listening to this episode of Legacy Therapy. And I also encourage you to take a look at the website, www.gotittogethernow.com. And you'll see what we've got going on there. We're, we're teaching people that it's very important to uh, have a stress-free legacy in your wake instead of leaving a, a huge mess for your family to take care of. And so it's very simple to do when you're uh, not in a hurry, when you don't have a health crisis on your hands, and you have the time to actually take uh, and look at everything that you have and get it so that your personal agent, which would be a friend, a family member, or somebody that's going to have to step in on your behalf so that they're aware of what's going on for you. So I appreciate it if you look there and we um, will see you on the next episode. Thank you and take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Therapy Podcast. If we hit it out of the park today and you learned at least one new thing to take action on in your own quest to planning the best legacy possible, then be sure to tell your friends, subscribe, and rate and review wherever you get your podcast. The show notes will provide the sites and information that were discussed today. You can get more great tips, resources, and inspiration by visiting our website, legacytherapypodcast.com. Dot com.